Good morning, this is Christine DiGiacomo, and today's morning briefing is entitled, It is Finished. Finally, the procession reached the top of Mount Calvary. Jesus and two criminals are to be crucified. While I wish to be accurate in the depiction of the crucifixion, I do not want to wax long on exactly what happens to the body as each painful hour drags by before death by crucifixion occurs. It is horrific. Jesus is stripped naked with his arms outstretched. A five-inch long, three-eighths inch square nail is driven through each of his hands, actually more like the wrists. The soldiers bend his knees, place his feet flat against the wood, and drive a nail through each foot. At high noon, the soldiers raise the cross and position its base in the hole and drop it with a jarring thud. Jesus said, when I am lifted up from the earth, I will draw all men to myself. John 12, verse 32. From the sixth hour until the ninth hour, darkness came over all the land. The light of the world was about to be extinguished. The darkness was a cosmic sign, though it was midday. The sunlight was blocked, perhaps a reaction to the Son of God being put to death. Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani, which means, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? fulfillment of David's words in Psalm 22, verse 1. My heart aches at the incredible aloneness Jesus experienced, as God the Father had to look away from him as he became our sin. When some of those standing there heard this, they said, He's calling Elijah. Later, knowing that all was now completed and so that scripture could be fulfilled, Jesus said, I am thirsty. Immediately, one of them ran and got a sponge. He filled it with wine vinegar, put it on a stick, and offered it to Jesus to drink. The rest said, Now leave him alone. Let's see if Elijah comes to save him. When he had received the drink, Jesus said, It is finished. Jesus called out in a loud voice, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. If he were anyone other than Jesus, calling out in a loud voice would have been impossible because at this stage in his crucifixion, he would not have had enough breath or strength to yell. With that, he bowed his head and gave up his spirit, fulfilling the words of Psalm 31, verse 5. At that moment, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. This was a hugely significant happening for all who are followers of Christ and take some explanation. The temple had three parts, the courts for all the people, the holy place where one where only priests could enter, and the most holy place where the high priests alone could enter once a year to atone for the sins of the people. In the most holy place, also called the Holy of Holies, the Ark of the Covenant and God's presence rested. As Jesus gave up his spirit, the thick veil, or curtain, was torn apart from top to bottom. Symbolically, that curtain separated holy God from sinful people. Through Jesus' work on the cross, Sinful people could now approach God on their own. They were no longer dependent on the high priest to secure forgiveness from God. They had direct access. With the curtain torn in two, there was an open way to God. Jesus Christ became the once-for-all sacrifice. The earth shook and the rocks split. An earthquake rocked the land. Do you not think the onlookers were impacted? When the centurion and those with him who were guarding Jesus saw the earthquake and all that had happened, they were terrified and exclaimed, Surely he was the Son of God. When all the people who had gathered to witness this sight saw what took place, they beat their breasts and went away. 
But all those who knew him, including the women who had followed him from Galilee, stood at a distance, watching these things. The women, including Mary, the mother of Jesus, flanked by the beloved disciple, John, the only disciple at the cross, her sister, Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. John 19, verse 31 to 37, describes the soldiers coming to break the legs of the three men on the crosses in order to hasten their death. But when they got to Jesus, he was already dead. Instead, the soldier used a spear to pierce Jesus' side from which flowed blood and water. Jesus was, in fact, dead. Tetelestai, he uttered, and then drew his last breath. It was a Greek expression, but everyone standing within earshot would have understood what Jesus said. It is finished. Tetelestai, when used in accounting, meant paid in full. In fact, archaeologists have found papyrus tax receipts with the word written across them. Isn't that interesting? With Jesus' dying breath, our sin was paid in full. Our debt was canceled. I wonder if God the Father yelled also. Let his death not be in vain for you or for me. If you'd like to see this in its entirety, you can go to pastorwoman.com. Click on Morning Briefings, and again, the title is It Is Finished.